Hey guys, before we kick off with this episode of Rad Dads, just a quick little plug for our merchandise. I know it's a little bit, um, what's the word, Greg? It's a little bit kind of rude, dude, to kind of sell your stuff, but you know. Oh, man's got to pay the bills. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not t-shirts are not going to pay our bills, but they're certainly a good signal to help, right? Contribution, really. Yeah. If you want to give a contribution to the Rad Dads, you can jump on teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash Rad Dads. That's quite long. Sorry. But that's how we roll, okay? We're trying to do this thing for a limited budget. We've got a selection of merchandise, t-shirts. Uh, we've got socks. <laughs> we've also got mugs and stuff like that. So if you want to help out the Rad Dads a little bit, um, and, and join the movement boom jump on teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash rad dads and our first run of exclusive rad dads t-shirts greg we sold three wow i was one have you bought one yet all right welcome to it uh the dulcet morning tones episode two version of the rad dads podcast <laughs> coffees and all <laughs> the the uh what is it the serum that makes the world go round something yeah. like that it's just a drug though isn't it hey shh you know everyone's like oh don't do drugs but have a coffee yeah yeah, yeah. well yeah so, some some things are, some things are acceptable no it's not really because it's they're like they're little lies and they're the ones that grow up into big lies all right hold on i'll just go and tip out my coffee <laughs> Tip it out in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's twelve dollars. <laughs> Once you go buy a three liter milk sweeteners coffee. Anyway, how are you, Greg? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, we've made it to this point in the week where we're getting up super early to to do the podcast. I think what that shows is that there's a genuine level of commitment. It's like when you change your baby's nappy. There's never an hour that's not suitable. This is true. This is true. We are we are definitely at A for effort this morning. Yeah, and what I'm really hoping in life doesn't matter if everything else is wrong. If 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 the balance of effort put in is what you get out, that would be sweet, eh? <laughs> we're just we're waiting we're waiting for that effort to to come good for us. Yeah, like E E for effort. E for yeah, yeah. M for effort. Well, it's funny that we it's funny that we're uh, we're talking about A's and E's and B's and C's and, and D's. And um, today we thought what we'd do is we'd dive into some of the, I guess, the chatter that's been happening across the Red Dead's community, just in and around this idea of um, school and education is, is a funny thing for dads to have a relationship with. Um, if you're in the position like, I guess, the large majority of us, um, you head out the door in the morning and kind of wave goodbye to the kids and and they go to this place. They mm. go to this place that um, often we don't know a heck of a lot of about, mm. um, what happens there, what they're being taught. And they spend six hours, seven hours a day, uh, depending on what what's happening after school mm. in these places. And I guess there's a hope that we have faith and trust in the system that um, they will come out of their sex. I can't even remember. I did the math last night, but... Um, however many years they spend in these institutions and um, we just yeah it was really interesting seeing uh, 
dads pop up and sort of say, actually, you know what? I've got some, I've got some expectations here. I've got some thoughts. I've got mm. some opinions. And how do I go about um, making them known? Um, how do I go about, I guess, appropriately framing them up? Because it's one thing to have uh, an expectation, but if it's completely uninformed by reality, mm. um, that's a problem as well. And just how do, how do I navigate having an engaged, meaningful relationship with um, my child's education, I guess? It's super interesting because if I think about my own engagement with school, it normally goes like this. Why don't they just make the donation a fee? Because don't try and lie to me. And then the other thing I think is that, okay, so all I really have to get ready for is backing my kid when his teacher tells me that he's not doing well or something like that you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, to yeah. that effect yes. but actually we all need to be a little bit more engaged because when you outline the premise of the show mm. it sounds really weird bro like in what other realm would we say okay see you later for the next six to eight hours mm. um and 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 i'm not that sure what you're up to <laughs> can we call ourselves overprotective yeah yeah <laughs> And then your helicopter parents, and it's like, well, you've just chucked your kid out of the helicopter. Probably better knowing that they're down the park playing with their friends till it's dark. (laughs) That's probably more safe than uh, literally saying, catch you later, alligator. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, I guess starting with some some practical ways. I mean, what, what do we think about how... How does the how does the working dad get involved mm. in in school life? Well, here's an observation that I've made. There's way more dads at those parent teacher meetings. Yeah, and it's not just a thing now. Like I remember uh, my dad when he went off to that, and I was little, and I somehow got the sort of my head that I had to say to him, "Hey, dad, don't believe everything they tell you." <laughs> and I wasn't even a bad kid, yep. but there was already this expectation that you know this is where the parents are going to hear from the teacher, mm-hmm. and boy, you're going to get it, yep. you know. And and actually, they were no better that generation of actually understanding my needs as a child. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it all kind of rolls around and and that's swiftly forgotten and 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 for us now i don't think it is as uh all reliant on the report card Mm. there's a bit more so we have two two or three catch-ups with the teachers per year Mm -hmm. and it's a little bit where the child runs it i don't know what it's like at your school but there's a bit of pressure on these kids to like (laughs) you know they get really worked up and i say to them dude at the end of the day I love you. So that trumps anything. That trumps even if you're the, the you know, meanest little kid. Mm. I, I have to love you. Not that I have to, but, okay, if he's the meanest little kid, we'll talk. That's a different podcast. <laughs> but he's not. He's a good kid. Yep. But the pressure, they already get put on themselves. Um, so I think dad's engagement, to your point, is way up. Now, whether that is it's a solid use of all of our time, mm. I don't know. But uh, I definitely think the acknowledgement's there. We've got to get parents in. We've mm. got to do a bit more. But remember, teachers are under massive strain yep. just to get through um, all the the stuff they need to get through. The biggest feedback I hear from teachers is you're constantly changing the rules on us and you don't even know what you're talking about. You know, it's like for me, if a teacher just said, look, my specialty is computer graphics. Mm. I don't really know how to teach your kid that much else, but mm. I'll teach him that really well. 
Mm. And I'm pretty good at everything else. Mm. I just can't tell you I'm the best at everything. Yeah. Because for me, it's number one important that apart from learning everything, isn't it like a social area where you just want your kids to... Well, uh, yeah, I, I think that definitely it picks up on, I guess, a, 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 a point when we sort of get into the... This, the philosophy and psychology of engaging with your kids' school. Mm. I mean, I think it's it's fair to say that, and I think it would be agreed and probably encouraged across the board that, um, you know, nowadays dads make that parent-teacher uh, interview or engagement, whatever word you want to call it or whatever word the, the school's calling it, make that a priority. Mm. You know, talk, talk to the employer that you work with and and I would I would hazard a guess if it's on on the radar early um, plenty of people understand the conundrum it's not a new one um, and it's one that obviously I think as a statement that you can make in terms of being engaged and being present for your kids um, making the effort to show up for that kind of thing is they might not like it <laughs> um, especially if they're not doing so well um, but on reflection I think um, in five, ten, fifteen years' time, when they look back and they go, "Where was Dad?" and in that incredibly pressure-filled, um, absolute myriad of emotions environment that is school, where was my Dad in that? Mm. And he was bang smack in the middle. Um, I'd say the same about class trips. You know, <laughs> uh, what, what you know, you just start of the year, talk to the kids, find out when the class trip is, get on one. Mm. You know, it's one day off. If you can get one day off, even half a day off, to go and um, front up and just be a part of your kids' learning, I think is 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 huge. And because, like you say, there's that myriad of emotions and feelings, and what on earth is going on? Um, to know that 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 influence that dad's supposed to have is again right in the middle of that mm. where we're walking alongside our kids through what's probably the toughest most formational part of their life um and i think again you know we're will and i have been talking about um trying to distill down you know instead of five tips for for dads or new dads distill it down to three and you know we're talking last night listen you know listen being number one mm. listen more than anything else listen 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 because we have this predisposition to want to talk <laughs> you know we want to tell people advice we want to give advice because that's how we validate our own existence mm. is by being that figure that is able to sort of be the educator but you know learning to listen learning to listen to your partner learning to listen to your kid and learning to listen to your instinct when your kid comes to you and says something's not right dad and that's by the way super hard like massively it's so. a, it, it is a definite learned adaption it's like you're you know you're you're getting your pikachu you, you know what i mean it's you should be able to go to, into the mirror in the bathroom, stick your tongue out, yeah. and see the scars on your tongue from how hard you've had to bite it, <laughs> yeah. you know? If you're not making your tongue bleed at least once or twice a week. <laughs> they say, you know, deal with the inner monster. That's yeah. one way to do it. Because you are literally, at times, controlling the beast. Totally. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Um, you know, the second point, the follow-up point, would be act, you know? Don't, don't default to talking about something. Act. You know, oh, I would have really loved to have been at that that trip, buddy. I would have really loved to have come to parent teacher interviews, but because mm. it's it's 
in in that in that inaction is an action mm. and you've just dismissed your kid you've just made them feel like they're not important but it's not that you know it's not that if you accident it's not that if you don't get it right you're a bad dad not at all no these are things that we have to constantly be working at eh? mm. it's not, you know and greg and i don't sit here and we're like oh yeah we follow the three-step method and that's how we got a billion dollars wait <laughs> can we get a billion dollars from this hopefully no <laughs> but i really it clicked for me bro when you sent me that those three you know because i asked greg to like well we were interviewed by plunkett no Ooh. we'd love to be interviewed by plunkett we were interviewed by <laughs> pause. Been interviewed by plunkett that's true but pause came to us they're a, a in-home like um child care provider yeah yeah so it's like mums looking real mums looking after no it's just Real, real people looking after your child instead of dropping them off at kindy. Anyway, that was a bad sell. They interviewed us, and one of the questions was, hey, can you send us kind of things that will help dads be more confident? I said, Greg, you told me something the other day. Write that down. And when you wrote it down, I was like, yes, these are T-shirts. <laughs> oh, no, and it, but again, I, I, I would pick up on that fact that we preface that we might, I think the only reason that we can articulate this stuff is because... Um, the only thing we have is the ability to reflect on our everyday parenting, mm. and that's what comes out of making a lot of mistakes. Mm. You go, hmm, could have handled that one a bit better. Yeah. And I think developing that muscle where you're actively, again, actively engaged in reflecting on how you're doing as a as a parent. So you've got listen first, yep. act second. Yeah, and then speak, and then only speak after you've exhausted whether those first two are options but if you are going to speak um speak with um meaning and speak with authority Mm. um i think don't i think as dads we need to make sure that we don't ever underestimate the power of our words um from the most flippant throwaway sentence um to so hard though so hard to like you know that's the thing is like I can have examples where I'm looking at my two boys mm. and I'm like, gosh, I just went on a 15 minute rant about putting your Xbox games away because of their damage. You're not going to get the games anymore. And it's like, and I'm looking at them and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's my little men and they're so cool and, and, and it's so complicated for them because they're dealing with things that are worth like $300 and why is it even set up like that? Mm. You know, and, and you sit there thinking, oh, this is so difficult. It's hot outside. It's making me grumpy. And, you know, all I want is just some peace and quiet under the fan and someone's yeah. asking me. And, you know, it's like, I want to run through these three more often. And can't I guess they can be used in a quick scenario too, right? Like, you just like one, two, three. Okay. Now I can speak because I've at least acknowledged the other. Oh, exactly. And I think that that's all it is, is it's a trigger. And again, like we keep saying, you're going to make mistakes and you're going to keep having to come back to it. But if it's that little reference card that's tucked away in the back of your brain where you can kind of go, all right, actually, this is how I get in the game. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, coming back to this, the, the education conversation, I think that's... Um, I think they're really great principles to apply into that into that space as well. Um, it could replace NZCA, right? NZCA, oh, uh, NZ. What is it? NZ. NASA. NCEA. NCEA. Yeah, that's how bad it is. Don't even remember. 
just you know replace the acronym with something else yeah. i think everyone knows what i mean the yeah. thing they've just dropped yeah that everyone oh. complained about oh national yeah national standards yeah and i think again um part of the reason why it's so important to get involved and get engaged as well is is that you know both will and i are i guess self proclaimed self-confessed futurists um we live in a world where we're always constantly thinking about what's coming and ironically we do we do work in education during the day but at the i guess the 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 older end of the spectrum in 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 tertiary but there is so much change happening and there is so much uncertainty and there is so much in the way of changing expectations both on the teachers and the students in those environments it's like uh, why it seems like it's an environment absolutely ripe for dads to come and just be you know be in that environment be the calming influence be be the encouragers be the it's going to be okay um be the leaders um and i think just how how cool would it be to know that um there's a an army of dads mobilizing throughout the you know our little country here or throughout the world where they're choosing to actively get engaged in their kids education um if nothing else to just be the calming influence while they navigate the stormy seas of what disruption and um, digital innovation mm. and changing expectations looks like in that space and you got to you know and all that's being asked of us as dads is to simply just be in that space yeah, um, yeah. you know we don't have to necessarily say or do anything just be be there for you you kid you know it's interesting because this whole topic was brought up by shannon he's a friend of uh, rad dads he's a, a pal of mine we played some rugby over in uh, Germany together so the fact that we're both dads now is really cool that we get to kind of engage on a different level and um, the topic he kind of came up with it because I asked the community during the week so if you're new to this whole rad dads thing we run a Facebook page we do live streams we do video content we have a group page where we just you know have conversations about topics some of them are awesome some of them aren't so awesome but that's the point is that we want to you know have an area of conversations and when i asked um, the community you know what do you want to talk about shannon came back with you know his his question which was what do modern dads want from their teachers or from their children's teachers and 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 i think greg that you know what you've highlighted and where it really resonates with me is that we want i want those three principles you talked about i want them to come out of school mm. being able to listen mm. <laughs> being able to act and speak up when necessary, mm. you know, and 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 I hope that more than anything, I hope that the the politics of being a teacher and learning how to be a teacher doesn't get in the way yeah. of you know identifying like is this a good person to be in front of children, mm. you know, and 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 what's their process for that, you know, it should be maybe offered a little bit more in a newsletter, for example. Mm. Hey guys, it's the principal here. Here's the ethos at our school mm. is about A, B, and C. Mm. I mean, maybe they already do, and maybe we just suffer from getting another email in the inbox, and mm. and you know that's definitely a show for another day. This whole idea <laughs> of an email-driven society, but maybe the key is 
it feels really complicated. You know, everything feels so complicated. And when you break it down, that's what I love about our content, our show. It's not that we're, you know, just focusing on men. It's just we're just focusing on like a niche area Hmm. and trying to do that well, you know. It's a lens to a lens through which to see the world, and I think, yeah, but I there's I think there's we've talked about it as well. Um, this this principle of escalation, and when something's really complicated, it's often quite threatening, and so um, I think we have a default mechanism whereby we'll if we're threatened we escalate, and then the person or group on the other end of that other side of that escalation they escalate Mm. and then it becomes this tennis match that the stakes get higher and higher and higher and higher and higher and higher until someone just goes whoa stop stop what's going on here and then you realize just how far from the original point that you've come and i think again are you you saying that's what i've just done in this podcast no, 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 not at all. I, th- I think because it, it's sometimes what I do. I take a point, and I'm like, I end up somewhere talking about ET. I'm like, what? No, divergent pathways is a different thing. Okay, I'm no. I'm thinking. I'm thinking when people respond out of out of fear of something that they don't necessarily understand. So how often how often are our responses to the schools that our kids go to out of a lack of understanding of what they're trying to achieve and that we again without trying to get too philosophical on it how how much of a bias do we bring to our interactions that we have with our local schools Mm. because we have a a bias that says uh, they're behind the eight ball they're constantly struggling um, they haven't got their stuff sorted out and so any and all, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent feedback, has this bias. Mm. And then the school who, I mean, we know for a fact, um, by virtue of the awesome people that we get to work with um, in our jobs, that education, broadly speaking, whether it's at a, um early childhood level or whether it's primary, secondary, or tertiary, um, education is one of those jobs that um, people eat, drink, breathe, sleep, live you know, it's inherently in their DNA um, to be an educator. So as soon as they have their job or feedback on their job uh, threatened, you're cutting to the core of who those people are. And so then their response is to escalate back mm. and the, the tennis match becomes higher and higher stakes. And and that was the, that was the point that I was making. And again, it doesn't mean that... Um, you know, we need to be held accountable for the the fact that these people don't know how to separate those things out, and that's a broad sweeping statement that doesn't include all educators. Mm. But um, I think that's what that's kind of the the uh, the process that we can get into. Um, so yeah, it's just I think it's again it's just dialing it back and going keeping it simple. Um, how do I empower the people that I have chosen? to do the job that they're good at. Mm. And also, how do I partner with them? Because I think um, the one thing that, um, you know, we've, we've said we're, you know, we identify as being futurists and even futurists, even non-futurists would um, would be happy and comfortable in saying we are on the in the dawn of the fourth industrial revolution. Um, 
with so much change happening, um, how do we partner with our schools to become part of a bigger educational kind of blanket? I think for too long it's been, it's your job to educate my kids, and you either you're either succeeding or you're failing. Mm. And it's actually going the teachers and the schools that um, our kids are in. They're just partners. You know, we have as much of a responsibility to educate our kids about maths and about science and about the world around us and about how to make good decisions and all of those things. We have just as much responsibility as the teachers do. They're allotted a portion of our our kids' life in order to do that. And of course we have a responsibility to make sure they're doing the right thing. We're Ultimately, when it boils down to it, we're all part of the same team. Mm. Um, and again, I think those subtle shifts in the way that we th- we think about those people, you know, they're team members in our in in the you know the education of our children, rather than um, team leaders. Exactly. Uh, I think it's a good point to pass it on to our community. Yep. If you're a listener of the Rad Dads podcast, we'd love to hear your feedback on this topic of what we as modern dads expect from our child's teachers because this is a evolving platform currently you know and the dropping of the national standards reflects that yeah and also i guess um on top of that um any ideas or any thoughts on how you as a dad um equip your kids for you know basically the 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 widely accepted principle is the next three to five years are going to contain um, a level of change reflective of probably the past 50. Mm. Um, so as we accelerate off into the into the atmosphere in terms of um, social, political, economic, and educational landscape, um, what, are, what are you doing as a dad um, that is helping just give your kids a, a sense of a platform to work from. So if you've got some thoughts on that, there's a couple of ways to contact us. You can go on our Facebook page, Rad Dads is on Facebook, and you can just send us a message there. Or you can email us, raddadsnewzealand at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, and we truly do mean that because it's just Greg and I running this thing. There's no admin team. No. There's no other people. We do everything from pre-production production meaning we will get your email we will get your message and we will read it it will go through our minds and we'll put it back through the show so it's and really cool. ultimately um that's the reason why we do it is to hear from you guys and to to get the feedback so thank you for the coffee this morning will you're welcome thank you for coming over extremely early and sitting in my garage till next time people uh we look forward to talking soon peace out Thank you.